Welcome to another episode of the Sports Mecca Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Abramo. Today, I have the opportunity to speak with University of Tennessee women's basketball player Tamari Key. Tamari, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate the time. Thank you for having me. Of course. So you know, talk a little bit about your off-season schedule. How has that looked like? You know, how has that transition been? Um, so once the season ends, we usually um, continue. Well, we're off for a few days and then we'll start back, you know, like 30, 40 minute court workouts just to kind of, you know, keep playing. Because, I mean, you know, you get a certain amount of off time and you're antsy to get back in the gym. So we did that for about a week and a half. And then we went home for two weeks. I got the opportunity to play a USA basketball, a Red Bull in Massachusetts, the three on three competitions. That was fun. And then I went home for two weeks, came back. We have the whole team back now. We just actually had camp Sunday through Saturday. So we had team camp and then we had our youngins and then we had our elite camp um, these past few days. So that's been fun just kind of getting to know everybody considering we have so many new people on the team this year. And then we start court workouts tomorrow. So that'll, that'll be exciting for all of us just to get on the court together. Kind of walk me through what the court workout's going to be looking like. What are you kind of anticipating that's going to be? And how do you feel now that you've been there for three years? Do you feel like you'll adjust? All of us are really looking forward to just getting in the gym together. I mean, we we played a couple games of pickup this past week. And the coaches were there to try to just get a glimpse of what this season could look like for us. So I just know we're excited to get in the gym together coach just implementing the things that she would like to implement and the vision that she has for us in this season. I'm sure it won't be anything crazy, just kind of the basics. So everyone gets kind of a feel of her vibe and the culture and what she would like to see on the court from us. So a little bit of a recap of this past season, you finished your junior season as a team, went 25 and nine, Mm -hmm. lost in the sweet 16 to Louisville what do you think your thoughts on how the team performed as a whole? I think a lot of people this season, if they look back on it, they'll think about all the injuries that we had. And we had to overcome a lot of obstacles as a team with key players being injured and different things like that, which I feel like prepared us for later along in the season. And just being able to, I guess, players having to step up and, push through adverse adversity. So I would say I'm really proud of our team and how we overcame a lot and us making it to the sweet 16. Um, we've had one of the best starts to a season that we've had in, in years here. And it was fun. Um, we really enjoy just being around each other too, which makes it even, even better. So I, I was really proud of us. Um, and I'm looking forward to this season just because of how great the past couple of years have gone for us. Right. Now you Individually, we were able to start all 34 games. Had a career high for 10 and a half points, eight rebounds, three and a half blocks. Just you continue to improve your numbers. You know, how, you know, I asked you about as a team, how do you think you were able to, to play individually? I was proud of myself individually. I think one of my favorite highlights from this season for myself was being able to um, receive my second triple double. So I think that was a lot of fun. And, and it was in one of the most exciting games this past season against Texas. It was a home game. We went into overtime. So I think it's just moments like that. Offensively, I, I still have some work to do just to make my presence a little bit more known. Um, and defensively, I'm just going to continue to stride. 
being that the help that my teammates need and someone that they can rely on on the defensive ends. Mm -hmm. Now, speaking of defense, just kind of transitioning into that, you were named to the SEC All-Defensive Team. You're a semifinalist for the Naismith Women's Defensive Player of the Year. You know, talk about earning those accolades and then, you know, what's made you such an elite defender throughout your time at Tennessee so far? Um, it's very uh, special to me to be even on a list of being able to have the opportunity to receive an accolade like that, just giving the talent in the NCAA right now and especially my conference. I and mean, the SEC is one of the best, I think, the best conference. It's one of the most competitive and there's so many great players. Be on a list has so many other great players. It, it's just really, it's surreal for me and um, kind of just have to step back a little and give myself my flowers and just know that there's still work to be done. From my freshman year to now, I was a step slow on defense coming in. Um, I've always been really tall and been able to block shots. Personally, me being able to see my growth from freshman year to now and being a step ahead on defense and being more of a vocal communicator on defense, um, I think it's just really exciting to see my growth, and I'm really excited for what this year has to come. Late in the season, I believe it was against Belmont in the NCAA tournament, you broke Candace Parker's record for most block shots as a Tennessee Lady Vol at 277. So you have, with another year coming back, you have a chance to really, really smash that record. Candace broke that record in 2008. What do you think of being able to you know, break that? And, and where were you when you heard the news that the record was broken? Um, it's like I said, it's just, it's really surreal for me after the game when I, when I got told the news, well, I knew my mom would have been kind of keeping up with it a little bit. Um, so I kind of knew subconsciously that I was getting close to beating the record. Like I said, there's just been so many greats that have come before me here at the University of Tennessee. Candace obviously being one of them. Um, so just knowing that they kind of paved the way for us and, um, really put Tennessee women's basketball on the map for us. It's a big shout out to them. And honestly, like, it's just, it's really surreal that I have that record and I continue. I just want to continue to block more shots this season and push it up as high as I can get it before I leave. Now, have you had discussions with Candace throughout your time at Tennessee or did she maybe reach out to you once the record was broken? She's been on campus a couple of times just to talk to us as a team and just give us her bits of knowledge um, about her time here and as just being a pro athlete that she is and just the sacrifices that she's had to make. And then she did reach out to me on Instagram and Twitter, just a little shout out tweet congratulating me for beating the record. So transition now into a little bit of the college recruitment. You, know, you grew up in North Carolina. Was University of Tennessee ever on your radar? You know, how did you get connected with them? And, you know, how much of the Tennessee Vols program did you know growing up? Um, I, I definitely watched a lot of the Lady Vol basketball growing up. Being from North Carolina, surrounded by um, Duke, NC State, UNC, all like in my backyard, basically. I was recruited heavily and at a young age by those schools mainly. And then um, as I got older, I realized that I kind of wanted to venture out of North Carolina. And when my AU coach told me that Tennessee had reached out, I literally was so, so excited. I remember the moment I was leaving the gym and we were walking to the car in the parking lot and he told me and I was super excited. And I just knew the first time that I had came on campus that this is where I wanted to be. 
And so I visited like three or four more times after that, just coming to the games and getting to know the coaching staff. Um, so it was really special for me and just knowing that this is this is home. Now that you're going to be a jun- well, a senior, you just finished your junior season. You mentioned earlier a lot of younger faces, a lot of players that are going to be entering maybe the first year at the collegiate level. Your role, I think, has, has changed. You know, it's, it's more of that leader, more of that captain, if you will, to kind of guide these younger girls. How do you view that? Do you view that as a challenge, as an honor? Um, I think coming in, I didn't really see myself as a leader. And then I went through Vol Leaders, which is a program that we have here. And I experienced a lot of growth in that and just allowing myself like to know that you have this natural ability to lead people and you have to be okay with it and the pressure that it comes with, really. And since then, I've just been trying to tap into it more and lean into it more and be more vocal on and off the court. And I've had fun doing so as well, just because of the group of girls that we have. It's just really special. Right. This podcast has had several women's college basketball players on, and I'll sometimes ask him, and I'll ask the same for you, growing up, was there a player that played at the WNBA level, college level, or maybe if you were to watch NBA, any player that you look up to and tried to maybe resemble your game after or just motivated you to keep playing? So is there a player that you've always looked up to to, to become? Um, the gray herself, Candace. I know a lot of us here that growing up and just watching her play, I mean, you would only dream to be as good as she was playing at the level that she was. Um, so Candace Parker. Yo, there are many events coming up in the world of sports. It'd be great to be in attendance for such. Where can we get tickets? SeatGeek. You see, SeatGeek is an app that can help you find the best seats with the best deals. SeatGeek shows you different tickets available with green being the best deals and red not being the hot deals. The best part is it shows you where you'll be sitting at the event. If you use the code SPORTSMECCA, you could get $20 off your first purchase. Get your seat at SeatGeek today. Yeah, I mean, Candace Parker, definitely one of the greats. And she just came off a championship for the WNBA in 2021. Where do you view yourself in terms of the spectrum of, you know, after college? Where, where do you think you need to go in, for, in terms of your development to that next level and potentially play in the WNBA? Um, I think just continue to work hard and stay in the gym would be big for me just because, you know, senior season is going to fly by and Everyone knows as soon as college basketball is over, the draft, and you start playing the WNBA within a couple weeks. Um, so the turnaround is pretty quick from that. So also just keeping my body right, eating right, um, doing treatment, just coming in and staying around and keeping myself in the gym and keeping my lifestyle habits in the right path. Is there a certain part of maybe your game or development just as a college athlete that you feel like you've really improved on through your three years? I think coming in my freshman year, I was more of a, just a defender. Mm -hmm. I think confidence was a big thing for me. And it's still, it still could be a thing for me that I'm still working to overcome sometimes. Um, So I think from freshman year to now, I feel like my offensive game and just being okay with being a go-to player, something that I have really taken a lot of strides in. 
uh, in the right direction. So. so a little bit more of a, you know, focus a little bit more personally and growing up, both your parents were able to play successfully in, in different sports. Your mother played volleyball, your father actually played basketball at Coastal Carolina. How much of a factor do you think that was knowing that they played at a high level and you know, maybe gave you the confidence to, to play basketball or any other sport at the high, at the high level as well? Um, it, it's inspiring for me just knowing, like growing up and hearing all my life, just the different stories they've told me about playing at the college level and how challenging that it can be and um, how fun it is and how much they just enjoyed being around at Coastal and the experiences they went through and just how it's kind of like shaped them into the people that they are today. Um, sports have obviously been really huge in my family. My sister plays um, at UNC Chapel Hill. So just all of us really being sports driven and, you know, they've gone through the process just as much as I have and just having them there to lean on uh, whenever I need them is just was really special for me. Was your father the first person that introduced basketball to your life? I want to say it was my mother. I think I started playing in about second grade. I just kind of started going to workouts and I was really like, hey, I like this, like, let's continue. And then that's when I joined my first AAU team. What have you been able, if you've maybe have had that conversation with your father being a college athlete, you know, what advice has he given you throughout your time at Tennessee um, that's made you successful because he was able to be a college athlete? What, what we were able to kind of learn from his experience? Uh, just to be the hardest worker in the gym. Um, if I was laying down or something, he'd be like, oh, so-and-so is in the gym right now, or don't let so-and-so outwork you, or just just little bits here and there to just kind of motivate me and keep me keep me leveled in even the hard times, even after losses or games where I felt like I didn't play my best. And my mom as well, too. She grew up playing uh, softball and basketball and volleyball, so she's kind of just got a mix of everything going on. And I feel like both of them have given me really good advice when I when I needed it the most. They would wouldn't tell me what I wanted to hear. You know, they were upfront about upfront with me, and they always pushed me. And uh, they just have been my biggest supporters for sure. If you can remember, what's that bit of advice or just motivating motivation that you didn't like when you when they told you at first, but then eventually it sunk in, and you kind of realized that oh, maybe they are. You know, maybe they do know what they're talking about. Huh. I think the hardest thing for me to wrap my head around before I actually experienced it was the time management skills that came along with being a collegiate athlete at this level. So when I got here and quickly figured out, like, they were right, like, you can't go hang out with your friends all the time, you know, you have to go to practice or you might need to take a nap, you know, like little things like that, like in high school, I'm like, oh, whatever. And then I get to college, I'm like, that is so true, like, I need to get in the gym or I'm have to do some homework so I can't go hang out. It's just like little things like that. Sometimes you just have to experience it to understand. You mentioned a little bit earlier about your sister, Tiani Key, who plays at University of North Carolina. Talk about the bond that you and your sister have now and the bond that you both shared growing up as a youth. Um, well, me and my sister are really close. Uh, we grew up playing together in high school. She's two years younger than me in high school and in AAU. 
So, you know, we go to the same workouts or we've had the same practices. So just being able to play with her was a lot of fun um, growing up and just seeing her develop as a player. And I'm sure she would say the same for me as well has been so exciting. And then me being here and watching her go through the recruiting process, it's kind of like, whoa, my sister's getting old. Like, where did the time go? And now she's at her second year at UNC. Um, so it's just been really exciting to watch her grow as a player and a person. You, just like many other um, college athletes, have now been kind of thrown into the name, image, and likeness era. You know, that's just about a year old, um, if that. Have you been able to get connected with, with places that have been able to set up some endorsements or sponsorships? And if so, you know, what has that been like? Um, I remember talking about it in my SAC meetings and we would have these discussions about it and I'd be like, there's no way they're going to pass that. Like, I'm super excited for it, but it, they kept pushing in and kept pushing off, kept pushing off. And then when the opportunity finally came, I was just like, I mean, this is a breakthrough for all collegiate athletes who are on the platform to be able to receive uh, such benefits. And it's been really fun, a really fun process for me, actually. Um, kind of hard to navigate at some points um, just because it is so new. But I've, I've created a lot of relationships with people. Um, Terry Holder, she is uh, the owner of the store Orange Mountain Design here. Um, she's the only store that like sells just Lady Vol gear. And she has been um, for many years, even when Pat was here is when she started her store. So that being my first NIL deal was really, really, really exciting. And we kind of just taken off from there. And I, I have gotten other opportunities to do things. And it, it's been a lot of fun just to meet the fans and create relationships with a lot of different people. For sure. It's, it's, it's so amazing how a lot of these athletes that have been in your position have just been able to create one, a bond and relationship with other student athletes or other companies in the area that's that's local to their college, but also just see college athletes like yourself build their own brand and continue just to to create a name for themselves. Do you think continuing to build your name, continuing to build your exposure now at Tennessee, do you think that'll give you the confidence to to maybe do some of that entrepreneur work if if possible, maybe uh, after your college career, maybe as a professional? Of course. I, um, I think that's one of the biggest benefits right now uh, for athletes. Obviously, you're getting paid, but I feel like it is bigger than that because a lot of players, when you go to the league after college, you're kind of just thrown out there. You don't really know, you know, the kind of entrepreneur side of branding yourself and marketing yourself. So I feel like being able to, to profit now in college kind of gives us that head start and kind of a glimpse of what it will look like after college and once you get to the pros. Exactly. For maybe your younger teammates, teammates that are freshmen, sophomores, or any other women's college basketball players that are playing nationally, if they want to maybe get to you, uh, get to your level and become a defensive player of the year candidate, become program leader in blocks, you know, what would you say, what would be your advice for them to maybe get to that level? Um, I think they they have some of the, the best traits that any player could have, and and that is just being hardworking. And that's what I would probably say to anybody, but being able to play with them and having their support all the way and vice versa is honestly the best part about it. And just knowing that they have that drive and heart 
into wanting achieve, to achieve big things while they're here. It's, it's just been really exciting to watch and unfold. Tamari, do you have any, you know, social media platforms? If maybe young athletes want to reach out to you, want to connect, learn more about your story. Um, do you have any platforms that you're willing to share? At Tamari Key on Instagram, T-A-M-A-R-I-K-E-Y. And then Twitter is at Tamari Key on three underscores. And that, those are really my two main social media. So they could find me on Facebook as well if they just search Tamari Key. Try to keep it simple. <laughs> right. For an athlete that's maybe looking out to, to reach out to you, you know, what would, what, what do you hope to gain to, to reconnect with the youth? I think that is something that being at Tennessee has been given the opportunity to me to do. Um, and that's been really exciting for me. And just like when we had our youth camps here, just it being full circle, knowing like that used to be me. I used to be going to camps um, and looking up to these collegiate athletes and like just fangirling and idolizing over them to have camp this past week and just see that and spend time with the girls. It, it's really full circle. And I feel like that's really what it's about because younger players really do look up to us and it just makes you really grateful to be in a position that you're in. Before I let you go, anything else that you feel that you feel like you'd be willing to promote now that you got the opportunity to be on the show? I guess I could give a shout out to my girl Terry at Orange Mountain Designs. Uh, OrangeMountainDesigns.com has all of the Lady Vogue gear. A lot of the players on the team have signed with her this year. We all have some merch out. So yeah, head over there and just take a visit on the website and see, you know, grab some merch and support your girls. I like it. I like the enthusiasm. Well, Tamari, thank you so much for coming on. Great opportunity to speak with you. You know, we've had my co-host tonight. He's not here in this episode, but we've had the opportunity to speak with so many women's college basketball players the past month. And, you know, you just added to the list of just so many young female athletes that have such strong ambitions and I'm so happy that you're able to come on and talk about your career so far at Tennessee, your background growing up and, you know, what the future holds for you. Um, I'm so happy for you to have the opportunity to come on. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. For those who are listening to our show for the first time, all our past and future episodes are available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Sports Mecca.